0: Hey folks, we're back, and you know, things happen, it was a super long break, uh, or I guess gap rather, not a break, Uh, but we're going to do our best to be more consistent, and uh, we do have a great episode coming up, Uh, we have a guest, Emiliano, and personally, I hope he's on more often, because it was a great time, enjoy. Enjoy.
1: Cool.
2: All right. Uh, it's been a while, but we are back. We dim boys. We dim boys. We dim boys. <laughs> All right. Um, Eric and myself have done this a couple times before. We invited a new guest to speak on the show here. Emiliano, want to introduce
1: yourself? Hello, everybody. Emiliano here. Appreciate, glad, glad to be here. Um, I'm excited to get it going.
2: Awesome. Where? Awesome. Um, just kind of a little
1: icebreaker. Who's your favorite fighter and why Ooh, on the, the spot? Any and all mixed martial arts? Uh, yeah. Man. I think I go GSP on right. the spot. I think all around his resume and he's good, still it a comeback. The story's not over yet. So I think yeah, I like GSP. That's not a bad choice at all.
0: <sighs> no, not at all. I'm not mad at that.
2: The spot, man. Awesome. awesome. I had to put you on the spot. I had to put you on the spot. I got to loosen That's up cool. a little bit. That's cool. I dig <laughs> it. All right. All right. I'm just glad he um, didn't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I like to give you a little bit of time, you know. But he's new, so we got to bust, bust the shops a little bit, right? Oh, yeah, band-aid. for sure. The Band-Aid. <laughs> so, um, since it has been a while, we're just going to jump right into it. Um, probably the biggest topic on everybody's mind right now: Tyson Fury versus that crazy man, Wilder. Dude,
0: <laughs> I don't know what to make of that as far as getting down to uh, just, you know, the little small things that make the the point system or what you give more credit to, especially in boxing, as I, we you and I know I'm new uh, as far as really studying the game, uh, both mar- any sort of martial arts. Uh, so just as a broad picture, you know, at the end of the fight, I do see those not knock, that knockdown being really huge you know however tyson got up and what did he do after that he dominated he after dominated. that in continuation of what he was doing the whole fight Minus what yep. the tenth round with that knockdown, but that looked almost off balance more than a knock. I mean, it hit a it, flush. It, it, was, but, it
2: looked like an overcommit and then like a uh, yeah, like an off balance kind of slip. Yeah, because I some, completely agree.
0: Something I noticed Tyson was doing to to slip that overhand right hand or overhand right was uh, you know he's kind of like ducking down out of the way, and uh,
2: I don't know if old style boxing. Yeah, like
0: I don't know if that's how Wilder normally hits, but it, he was kind of coming. Down like an angle to kind of compensate but Fury still wasn't there
2: so it's like he wasn't there his head was nowhere to be found yeah. he was he was dodging he was dancing he and <laughs> Quite often he was he was making uh he was making Walder look like a fool Dude
0: and for such a big guy to do that for 12 rounds is ridiculous That's the
2: craziest thing about him is he he doesn't move like a heavyweight No, no. He moves like a middleweight like
1: at the heaviest Right Head movement everything everything about him Yeah So limber <laughs> he's the of a man.
2: Yeah, he's huge. He's huge. But he just he, – he carries it so well.
0: Mm-hmm. So those are my thoughts on it really. I mean all that aside, controversy, amazing, amazing epic fight in my opinion.
2: Incredible fight. Yeah. It was a great, great fight. Um, my thoughts would be literally pretty much exactly the same thing you said. Um, I would say, like you said, the, the knockdown in the last round was huge, right? Mm-hmm. But – I don't think it was big enough to outweigh ten rounds, maybe even eleven rounds of domination. Yeah. Um, I think Tyson was just the the better, faster, smarter fighter in the in uh, across all twelve rounds. And like you said, he got knocked down, but he got back up. Um, and he looked like <laughs> he looked like a zombie for like two seconds when he got up. Uh, but then right after that, he he looks fresh. Like he took a breath of fresh air, and it's like like he said, God helped him up.
0: Dude, uh, something he said, like, did.
2: Yeah, he said, he said like the hand of God or, or Jesus or something like reached down and helped him up. The gypsy I, spirit. I believe that because I don't, I don't know how else he could have got up. No, got hit like a Mack truck, man.
1: <laughs> uh, Wilder's known to do some damage. Yeah, 39 KOs. I think Tyson really did a good job of sending the tone early. He scoring, yes. he was loose. I, I don't know if Wilder expected that or not, and then he <laughs> hands behind the back. Yeah. Dude. I mean, maybe some of those middle rounds could have, maybe he didn't impose himself as much, but I think he still did enough, like you said, throughout the fight. Scoring, the significant punches, controlling countering, the controlling the pace. Um they looked a bit outmatched in some ways, but his power is just, I mean, geez. It's stupid.
2: It's, and that's the thing. I, I've said that before. Like, he's a freak athlete. But Fury is just, like, his fight IQ is just next level, and it's very underrated like it's just like what he did to klitschko yeah, yeah.
1: so i'm not uh, a great boxer as well
2: yeah, Phenomenal boxer.
0: <laughs> yeah. do you do you buy uh, wilder saying he was rushing the the punches and stuff which i would see kind of at first but then or not at first but then he got the frustration so then i could kind of see he was rushing him but if you notice that why wouldn't you make a change you know what i mean because he had to have noticed that before the fight was over because he didn't see tape oh. You know.
2: I'll let Emiliano take this one first and then I'll say. Cool.
1: Very kind of you from the Yes. <laughs> um, I mean I was to say the only my response to that would be that I think Tyson didn't like what would be the word, neutralized it or yeah. neutralized his game. He didn't allow him to get comfortable or to be able to like Yil to me said, he was too hesitant or maybe can find him. I mean, I think the way Tyson was fighting that whole fight. Wilder was able to fight his game imposed his will. Oh, I t- oh yeah, I totally agree, because
0: whether he's rushing rushing it or not, it was all due to Tyson, for sure, so all credit, and that goes to Tyson, in my opinion.
2: Great counter-fighter. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I gotta completely agree with both. Um, I would say this, going off kind of what you said, Eric, um, if, if you notice you're rushing your punches in the first, second, third round, you have nine rounds after that to, to correct it. Mm-hmm. He didn't do that. So why didn't you do that if that's the situation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to play devil's advocate and kind of play both sides of the fence here. I think in every fight that Wilder's in, to some extent, he rushes his punches. That's actually why he knocks people out mm-hmm. because he punches at an abnormal pace. And uh, Bruce Lee, I believe is the one that said like, if you fire like a perfect engine, Everyone's going to know your timing, right? you got to fire like an engine that's that's misfiring, right? Then nobody's going to be able to catch your timing. That's when you catch somebody, yeah. right? So he, he doesn't have a normal timing. He rushes a lot of his punches in most of his fights, and those are the knockouts. The difference in this fight, though, is when you're fighting somebody like Tyson Fury, that's a constant twitch fighter. He's like constantly moving, doing weird stuff with his hands and his head. It gets inside of your head to an extent to where... You don't know if this is just a movement of the hand, or if he's gonna flick you with a quick hook or a quick jab. You know, so you are you're rushing your punches, you're throwing because whereas against any boxer, like the goal is always hit, don't be hit, right? Like so, you want to be first to some extent. But Wilder typically has this this really good reach and really great power advantage, so he doesn't necessarily have to be first. He can eat a small shot, kill somebody. Mm -hmm. But with Fury, it's not just a shot. And it's not even always a shot. Sometimes it's just a flick of the hand or a flick of the head. Just some weird stuff, right? So every time he saw him move, he didn't know, is this just going to be a flick of the hand or am I going to get hit by a two-piece, a three-piece, a five-piece combo? Right. And when you start feeling like you're getting made to look foolish with that kind of twitch movement, it makes you just really start to get angry and inside your own head. Oh, for sure. So he should have corrected it. He noticed he was doing it wrong. But if you know that you're in the wrong... But you're super pissed off about something. Do you correct it right then? Oh, hell no. Emotions. No, you take over. about a day or two, and then you reflect on it, and then you're really upset with yourself, right? Oh yeah. yeah Wilder's really upset with himself right now. Oh, I can imagine,
0: especially I mean, in the heat of battle, it's a lot easier to to see the mistakes after. So
2: that's like like you you watched the fights with me like one time, right? Like I can call out what people are supposed to do before before Joe Rogan does, right? If if I was in that situation, would I be able to do that? I'd like to say yes, but realistically, <laughs> probably not. Oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. No, I love that answer. Like I'm an honest guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to be like, oh, yeah, man, I'm like quiz crazy uh, 2.0. Not even close, sir. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah, I um, I think realistically he should have corrected it if he noticed a problem, but Tyson was also pissing him off. Yeah, Hindsight's 2020. Uh, 20. He's like a firefly. Just constantly in your face, buzzing. You yeah. don't really know what to expect. And it doesn't, his it doesn't tongue hurt out
1: all the time, but it's annoying. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to Tyson's, you know, his his pedigree, his his ability to outbox right all those, like you said, those faints. Everything he's, you know, reading. Wilder, wow, he's a it, weird, wily guy. <laughs>
0: dude, he's awesome no in my book. He's a savage. Yeah, I love, <laughs> I love
1: watching <laughs> fight. He's a he's a fun guy to watch fight. Uh, yeah, interested yeah. to see how. How Wilder game plans and comes back this second time around. What kind of difference is he going to make? How's he going to look at, you know, Tyson? I think the thing with Wilder, too, in a lot of his fights is he, once he gets you hurt, I mean, he's like a swarms on you like no other and all these wild angles. And And he he actually didn't do
2: that in the first uh, three, four rounds. Mm -hmm. Once he missed a couple of big shots in, like, I think the first, maybe second round, it's almost like he started to pump the brakes.
0: Mm hmm. Like he knew, wait a minute, this isn't going to go
2: down like I thought. And like that, I feel like maybe it was the first or second, like little, God, Fury's so weird when he throws these these punches, man. Like oh, yeah. he'll throw this little like baby hook and you'll see dude's head just like, wait, whoa, whoa, this wasn't supposed to feel like like that. Hold on a second. Got to calm down. <laughs> probably got
1: some oven in his hands, man.
2: And I'm I feel like he he like did almost like an open hand slap hook and- <laughs> Boy, Wilder's face was like, hold on a second. You're not, supposed to, you're not supposed to hit that hard. Come on. This wasn't
0: in my study <laughs> book.
2: Yeah, he's like, "That's my coach just actually didn't tell me that it would feel like this.
1: Why <laughs> did my spine partners hit this hard? I wonder how much of that is confidence in or, or how much psychologically it was Wilder not wanting to engage overextend or engage up the fight. He's, he's probably used- brakes after.
2: after he got hit a couple times by those like, flicks, he's like, wait, all right, let me – let me hold on. Let me let this guy exhaust himself, and then I think maybe like it was around three or four, he started to really kind of put it on. him. Yeah. He was like, "Wait, he's not tiring. Like he's just, he's just coming forward. He's taunting me. He's flicking me. He's hurting me. It's, this isn't fun." Yeah, let that
0: eye was jacked out. up. That left eye. Yeah.
2: That left yeah. eye was swelling.
1: Oh, oh yeah.
0: <laughs> you think it's uh, the rematch is next or? I I hope so. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like Wilder I wanted so, the two.
2: I think if not, if they both get a tune-up, um, we end up seeing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, you ever get stuck on a boss battle on a game? All and the then time. you put that game away and get frustrated with it for, like, a year, and then you come back, and you're like, fuck this boss battle. This is why I quit, and it sucks just as bad, right? But if you quit for, like, that day, and then you come back the next day, and you play it again, just taking that one-day break... Mm-hmm. You're all, oh wow! I just whooped this guy's ass. Like this really wasn't that bad. No, oh, yeah. you know what I mean. That's it's it's the same exact mentality. Mm-hmm. So you fight this guy, you're like, oh man, like this is what I did wrong. Let me go fight this other dude, and train for an entirely different fight. And then let me just come back to this. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, you know. Whereas uh, if you're just like, oh man, this is what I did wrong. Let me dissect this, and just train, jump right back into it.
0: That's what that's what I would like to see because it was such a great fight, you know, but. Uh, you guys watch the post fight interviews of course?
2: I did not. Oh okay. Yeah, he didn't. Or wait, you you talking in the ring? Yeah, in the ring, in the ring.
0: Oh yeah yeah, in the ring, yes. Did it did it seem like Wilder wanted or I'm sorry, Fury wanted to rematch more than Wilder?
2: 100%.
0: Okay. I thought um, I was
2: I thought I was tripping. No, no no, Fury Fury was like, yeah, no, I'll definitely do that if if that's on the table. I'm ready for it. You know, this was a blessing, blah blah blah. Um and I think Wilder was – I remember right. Wilder was like, if that's what's next, then yeah, we'll, we'll run it again. Um, I, I welcome a rematch. Yeah. Well, but he see, didn't seem excited.
0: No, because uh, I want to say the first way he answered it was something along the lines of uh, he wanted a two, or like another um, Southpaw first or Orthodox. How does uh, – Fury normally fights Southpaw, correct? And he yes. went in there Orthodox? Yeah, I think he said he wanted another Southpaw first because he's so, been yeah, fighting he he Orthodox. he wanted somebody to train again. Because
2: yeah. it's the thing is, like, the reason it's so hard to fight Southpaws is there's an abundance of orthodox fighters in comparison, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're training for somebody, um, let me think of, like, a good example. Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker's a great fighter in the UFC. But he's, like, your traditional MMA really strong hands fighter, yeah? yeah. Like, almost to a predictable extent. But he's so good at it. That he's, he's, he's fucking great, um. But that's a good fight to have because you can train. And the difference in that kind of fight versus training for an Adesanya doesn't matter what stance that guy's in. You're gonna have a hell of a time finding sparring partners,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? Because not many people are that good, or not even that good, but like that different, that unorthodox, that kind of like head scratcher uh effect where like you see him throw something and you're like whoa how did he even do that or what made him think to do that right yeah he comes up with things that he's never even thrown before in the middle of a fight so how do you train for that guy can't really find a good sparring partner so it's hard right so then if you you go into the same concept you look at southpaws if eight out of ten fighters are orthodox okay cool you got two out of ten fighters that are southpaw maybe Hmm. how many of them are good Okay, now how many of them are great? I'm not being a dick. I'm
0: I'm, oh, being, no, like, I'm no, being
2: real. No, that was a like, like, damn. Do
0: you, you know I'm a rookie, man? I, so I'm just like blowing I mean, my mind. How many
2: of them are good, right? And then how many of them are great? Yeah. And then how many of them are top tier? Because you're fighting a top tier self. Yeah. In Tyson Fury. Which is crazy to think because he was orthodox most of that. Wasn't he? Well, that, that, that's the crazy thing. is. So like one of the coolest things that my coach – I ever, I ever saw my one of my coaches, Tomastu, Tomas Dion, Tomas uh, is he would literally like see a fighter come in that's naturally right handed and they'd be fighting Orthodox, right? Mm. Uh, and he would be like, Wait, come over here. Switch your stents and try it this way. And they'd be like, No, 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 I'm I'm orthodox and I'm right handed. And then he'd be like, No, but trust me, try this, just just try it. And so he'd he'd have them drill it like three, four, five times, right? And then he would like kind of crack a joke like from now on, you are Southpaw, <laughs> right? And then, like two, three months later, these guys are fucking killers in Southpaw days. Damn! And they're enjoying Southpaw more than Orthodox, and they're knocking people down. Yeah, firing on Saturdays, you know. So, like, well,
0: a silly comparison, but you know, in the thrill of the fight, I'm always, I'm always going Southpaw as much as possible until I'm like, all right, it I'm it getting pieced up, up. Let me switch it back. So.
2: I mean, way less scale but like same thing. It's VR. I mean, it gets you up. It gets you moving. You still have to learn some form, right? Like, it's getting your cardio going. And just like you said, when you're getting pieced up, you switch southpaw. Right? Maybe if you get into a real-life situation, something gets hurt on the other side, you switch. Yeah. Your brain instantly has that reaction, right? Huh. You're building good, strong reactions. You just don't realize it. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm,
0: I'd like to think I am, but until i actually train to make a comparison to it that's why i would love for you to come visit something like that but we're going off on a tangent (laughs) i could talk vr all day no no no. we need to we need to have another visit
2: (laughs) uh me me and the girlfriend were talking about coming out there maybe uh spending a weekend over there or something if you please
0: the pvp boxing is amazing
2: let's go (laughs) (laughs) let me school some kids (laughs) you Um, develop
1: that muscle memory though no you definitely have muscle memory Oh, anything repetition anything,
2: for sure okay so we'll jump on to the next topic um moving away from boxing and into into mma since we are a demo boys
0: yeah it's in the name we have to talk about it at least a little bit <laughs> gonna talk about it at least a little bit
1: right
2: i think so yeah. um touch base so uh, the first thing i want to go over is the something that i think is actually becoming more and more of a popular trend in the ufc the phasing out of the legends yeah. So, we saw it with um, Yair Rodriguez versus Frankie Edgar. They thought they were gonna phase out a legend. Uh, Frankie Edgar had other oh, plans. You mean <laughs> B.J. Penn, right, Yair?
0: Or was he? Did he fight Frankie Edgar too? Am I tripping?
2: He did. He, he did fight B.J. Penn as well, I believe. He pieced up B.J. Penn. When did he right? fight Edgar? Edgar killed him. That's why he didn't fight for like a year or two. Oh shit! UFC. Oh, it was See, bad. See, I told you. I'm rookie to bad. this. Damn. It was bad. I'll have to. I'm literally gonna put a uh, a picture like right here for the viewers. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. It's. Oof, yeah. It was bad. Damn. He had a huge layoff, and then his first fight in quite some time was actually that fight against the Korean zombie. Um, look that! I gotta watch that. You gotta look that fight up. It was, boy, Frankie Edgar was. I I remember. Talking to Mary and I was like, oh, man, I feel so bad. Like, they're, they're feeding Frankie Edgar to this young, hungry kid. who's just, like, unpredictable and hungry, and he's just a terror. And uh, I remember watching the fight, and I looked over at her, and she looked over at me, and she's like, I, I sure do feel bad for Frankie, don't you? And I'm just like, fuck you.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's the last time I've ever bet against Frankie Eger. Ever. Dang. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, you gotta look that up. That was after
0: so, that was after the BJ Penn fight, right? Yes. That the was that was his next last one?
2: fight before uh, the Korean zombie. Okay. Damn. Yeah. It was it was nasty. You gotta watch that one. Um and then so that one didn't go well, right? He they tried to phase out BJ mm-hmm. Penn. Now apparently they're talking about extending his fight contract for four fights, but I don't even want to talk about that because that doesn't deserve any extra media. <laughs> um even if there's only four viewers, no, not that. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so they actually tried to phase out two just last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Mark Hunt was already retiring from the UFC. He did say we'll see him somewhere else. Damn. Uh, yeah, see, said that after yeah. Full fight.
0: disclaimer: I didn't catch most of that card because company was more interested in the boxing. So you did but, let me know that.
2: Ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Definitely a disclaimer for the viewers there. Uh, but basically, they fed him to one of my other coaches, one of my other old coaches, uh, Justin Big Pretty Willis. Yeah. My boy. He's I a beast. I think all a smile. Off by Dude, he just smiled <laughs> right the entire in. time. Just I'm loves his in. job. Loves Hell, his yeah. job.
1: Loves Hell yeah. His the office, he was good, man. Conducting work.
2: Done. He always looks pretty. Done. Always looks pretty. <laughs> I literally commented on his uh, picture today on his Facebook. and was like, man, you look fast and pretty in there. <laughs> <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> It was lunch, bail, Man, went to work. So he he went in there and killed it. And then, uh actually, no, it was it was like three legends, right? Because it was Shogun Hua and JDS as well. So they had Shogun Hua winning so against all, Tyson Pedro.
0: So all three legends won then too,
2: right? Yeah. Or no, Damn. no, no, not Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt got beat. Oh yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah, no, no, not Mark. Yeah, that's
2: right. Dang. Um, it was not a solid retirement for the UFC, but we'll see him somewhere else, he says, so promising. Yeah. Um, but no, like, Shogun Hua, I, again, <laughs> I, I did the Frankie Edgar effect. I uh, I was like, man, they're feeding this this guy who's on his way out mm-hmm. to a young hungry lion in Tyson Pedro. They might as well start changing his name to the Legend Killer. <laughs> and, and he, man, he was doing well, and then he just got popped by that, that Hua right. And uh, as soon as I saw, like he literally ran in, throwing hard shots, right, and one just really popped him uh, right on the chin. And as soon as it connected, I saw his face go in, and he just kind of like gritted his fucking mouthpiece and charged in again. And I'm like, you don't want to do that, right? You might eat another one. He ate a second one, and when he did, I was like, it's the beginning of the end for the kid. (laughs) And uh, he just ate a round of punishment. His nose is like all split up and stuff. Yeah, he looked good at first. The fight. first, the first round, he looked really he looked good. Really Pedro. Good. But Shogun is just—he's not somebody you can ever count out of a fight, ever. Yeah,
0: them vets know how to hang in there.
1: He's been in some, he's been in some wars. In yeah, the, at octagon, so let's stop to that,
2: <laughs> so he, again, he had other plans. Um, and then, good lord, JDS. Oh. JDS is just on a run again. He, uh, as he said, he has knockout power and will <laughs> knock out anybody. He, <laughs> anybody. <laughs>
1: um, he wants that. Knockout
2: power in his hands. <laughs> um, he
1: does. He's,
2: he's great. He's fantastic. He um, he went in there against Tai Tuibasa, who was undefeated in the
1: UFC. And uh, he, oof, he worked him. Dismantled them. Yeah, he really did. He, he picked him apart. He was like a surgeon. He how uh How Like thirty? He's he's in his mid
2: thirties for sure. I want to say he's in. His
0: we can look oh. at him real quick. He wants I mean, um it. Alistair next, doesn't he?
2: That rematch? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what he said. I can't yeah. see how gonna get knocked out again. I, I'll be honest. I would rather see Alistair versus JDS than Alistair versus uh, Francis Ngannou. Oh, yeah. Not because I think not because I think Alistair is in more danger against Francis Ngannou. Um, just because I feel like that fight's too soon, and I don't know. I feel like neither fighters really changed that much. Whereas the JDS one, and it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. He's 34, by the way. Sorry, what's that? He's 34, by the way. Oh, nice. You were right on, right on the, right yeah. of the money, bro. <laughs> yeah. Nailed, it. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's that. Uh, um, yeah.
1: I don't know, though. I think with, with JDS, I mean, his the only guy to beat him is Kane, right? C, C-level Kane. Sea level Kane. C-level Kane. You know, C-level
2: Kane, <laughs> know, C-level like. Kane uh, is undefeatable, right? The next guy that's. Gonna be end up being just as undefeatable is salon quality Dustin Poirier, dude. Listen, I mean salon quality Dustin Poirier is gonna kill McGrath. You think that's what's coming out up? There. They, oh, did you not hear? Dana wants that.
0: Like legit, it's like Dana, she, Dana wants he it. Wants to basically he
2: wants to have a uh, lightweight tournament. Oh, I'm not mad at that. He wants to have Khabib versus Max, or sorry, not Max. Uh, Khabib oh. versus Tony <laughs> thought- Ferguson. Yeah, that needs to That's happen for the belt, right? Yeah, and then on the co-main or not co-main, but like the basically whoever's going to fight for the belt shot is going to be Conor versus Dustin Poirier. Same card. Like rematch makes sense at lightweight, yeah. which have I not been saying that for over a year now?
0: Oh, dude, like even before, uh yeah, it's been a long ass time. You were saying that since he started going on his hot streak. You're like, dude, let's yeah, see dude, it. Dustin
2: Poirier went and won like three, four in a row at lightweight. I was like, dude, this yeah. is where the fight should, should happen. Yeah. Because Dustin openly – that was the last time he fought at that weight class. He's like, dude, the weight cut was terrible. Like, I spent the entire last week of it not training, not focusing on my fight, just focusing on cutting weight. That's horrible. It's not a way to fight. No. And he's killed since he got that killer haircut and moved to lightweight. How soon do you think that fight happens? Long quality Dustin Poirier, man. <laughs> Have we, heard,
0: have we heard anything about Khabib yeah. recently?
2: Uh, What's going on no. with him? I mean, he's training. He's still training right now. Oh, of course. But I mean, as far like, as... Uh, Javier Javier like told him he better stay up on it. He's like, I know you're out there having a good time, but he, he's like, you he owe me push-ups or something like that. Like, he, he said him, he owed him something. And <laughs> Khabib like, literally sent him a video of him like on the treadmill or something. Like Damn. Coach.
0: <laughs> Easy. So, so far, no disciplinary actions then on uh, Khabib's end. For What's going on? crazy. So, so far, no discipline uh, actions taken on Khabib then, yeah? I uh, heard no. Day. Good. Not to my knowledge. Good, I know he, did,
2: he didn't show up to the, court, to the court
0: date. Oh, see, I didn't even know he had a court date.
2: Damn. I'm pretty sure, unless it hasn't happened yet, but I know he said he's not going to go. Good. That's, yeah. yeah. He said he's not going to go because criminals go to court whenever they do something wrong, and he didn't do anything wrong. He defended his honor and his pride or something like that. He, I respect that. Yeah. Stand your ground, brother. Oh, yeah.
0: No one no one got hit except for the dude he was going after, you know? Yeah. On his end, anyways.
2: If a dude taunts me, it's, it's begging for it. Legit. The whole
0: fight, too. If you notice the fight, like, because I was thinking um, he was, like, talking to his corner or, like, Connor's corner, but I guess it was um, Dylan just yapping the whole time. Yeah. He was, like, circling
2: the cage and, like, talking crap to him. Oh, yeah. While it he's is. beating up his boy. <laughs> the, only, the only reason I would ever want to see Dylan Dennis get inducted in, or brought into the UFC is for a one-fight contract to fight Khabib just to get mauled. <laughs> I think that would just be terrible. Um, let's see. Pivot onto the, the next topic that I, I really did want to discuss. Um, I actually really want to hear your input on this. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. So... Uh, A couple weeks ago, maybe even like last month. No, definitely last month now that we're in December. um, Roxanne Modaferi, the happy warrior, Mm -hmm. warrior, she was fighting um, in the UFC. And she was throwing strikes. And I think it was Paul Felder and Joe Rogan commentating. And I want to say Paul Felder mentioned something along the lines of like uh, she really had been focusing on – you know, lifting more weights and focusing a lot more on her striking for this camp. She wanted to land like a standing knockout um, against this striker she was fighting. And Joe basically said something along the lines of, uh, like, strikers either have it or you don't. Um, no matter how much weights you lift or how much you train striking, you can't you can't train that knockout power. You either have it or you don't. And uh, I, I can't remember if Roxanne won the fight. I want to say she did. But she posted on her Twitter... And I actually thought about the same thing, but she posted on her Twitter like this funny post about like it echoing in her head, like <laughs> she'll never have knockout power, knockout power, knockout. Power. Um, so, uh, I guess my question is, how, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like knockout power or the ability to really just like get in there and knock somebody out—that grid, right? Do you have to be born with it, or is that something that you can train in the gym to some extent?
0: Well. The way that I see it, um, I mean, I've always heard that because obviously, you know, I don't train, don't fight, anything like that. But everyone, you have that reset button and it doesn't take too much force. So in my opinion, you would want more precision because as far as just power to get the force, you can lift weights to do that. So long and short, yes, I do think you can get knockout power. Um, I think, though, it's not more so on your power as far as your precision, uh, your, you know, the accuracy. Uh, and where you hit the person uh
2: but you're saying you can train it
0: yeah oh yeah i think so for sure yeah that would be training your technique and lifting weights for sure because i mean correct me if i'm wrong because like i said i've always been told it's not necessarily how hard you hit them it's where you hit them
2: yeah it's not how hard you hit it's how you hit yeah right like you can hit somebody twice as hard as me him with your small knuckles and do absolutely no damage, right? And you can even hit him in the right spot, right? Yeah. But if you hit with the right knuckles and the right placement, at the like the the right torque, right? Like that's what really matters. Mm-hmm. Where you're, how you're, how you're actually
1: coming into the hit. I would say, I kind of look at it a couple different ways. We kind of discussed this during the week a little. Um, I would say there are people, and this is just kind of being sub, like subject or subjective that there are people that are more naturally talented or, or, and what I mean by, mean by that is maybe just things in terms of like more body control or are right. more athletic or, you know, athletically gifted, maybe apper where some things come naturally and we kind of had this discussion where like, as soon as I was, you know, basically came out the womb, like my parents told me, like I had a ball in my hand throwing it or you know, always played sports growing up and I think knowing my body well enough to do those types of things is is like one aspect of it right and then you, then you factor in weight strength weight training um, another layer on top of that right if there's like a cake and we're on third layer or nachos or whatever food reference you want to throw in there um, now you go into technique and right. The, kind of tailoring it. Tailoring it, right. So with or that refining in mind... It.
2: We're finding like the raw talent, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So then with that in mind... And then if you maybe look at it on the ladder, right? That's maybe one fighter. Then another fighter who maybe isn't as... Maybe is a little more clumsy, naturally, right? Or something, right? There's people that are just kind of clumsy there. Um, that hand-eye coordination, they aren't able to develop to that maybe level, right? Mm-hmm. But they could train, and, and they could maybe still even lift the same amount of weights, right? Even in terms of trying to level the playing field, maybe that same coach, everything. Could someone have more knockout power than the other person? I don't know. I, I would be... It's almost like that in, was the expression. Hard work. Yeah. When talent doesn't work hard. But if you are obviously just physically lifted, and you could look at well, in the UFC, you see a lot of just freaks of nature that are just jay pitt when he first started
2: he wouldn't take his fight camp seriously he would like drink beer all the time and like just kind of like have fun and then like two weeks before the fight he'd go kill it in the fight camp and just go knock people
1: down like and he'd admit to it like yeah he was just a freak athlete he was a monster when he first started yeah Um, i think that would go back other sports too some people that just have the natural talent to be able to do it yeah yeah they can just naturally generate to that really torque hard. like you always have a brock lesnar that's just bigger than people or stronger than people and, can
0: just
1: and his, his hands are probably the size of cement blocks Yeah. <laughs>
2: but i mean kind of kind of going off of that like the reason like that stood out to me is kind of like going off of what you were saying like we did talk about this during the week um like miliano here came out of the womb, gifted, ready to throw a baseball, like throw a football, you know, catch the the, the touchdown uh, pass. Right. Mm. For me, it was not that way. Um, I was a chubby kid. I was not great at sports. I was a video game guy because I wasn't great at sports. Um, So when I did start training martial arts or, or anything for that matter, I was usually the worst guy in the room when I first started, but I was always willing to work the hardest to get better. Yeah. And uh, I think that's why I enjoyed martial arts so much whenever I was training like an AKA so much was you could go in and know like, Oh man, I really suck at throwing this kick or this puncher or, or whatever, this, this spinning back elbow, whatever it was they were teaching. But after an hour of drilling just a couple of different moves, you're going to be significantly better. And that's why I, I actually really disagree with what Joe said. I think you can train it. I think some people will pick it up and, A class. Some people pick it up in a week. Other people pick it up in a year. You know, like it's everybody's learning curve is different. Um, Some people won't work hard. Some people will work hard. Uh, I think a lot of different things go into account when it comes to it, uh, when it comes down to everything. But I think knockout power and the ability to knock somebody out efficiently is 100% trainable.
0: Uh, do you think Brian Ortega is a testament to that, or that he we just never 100%. saw his knockout power? I think every everybody
2: that's ever come from jujitsu or wrestling in, in general yeah. is a testament to it. You think Rashad Evans when he was a collegiate wrestler on punches? You think he was knocking people out like Chuck Liddell? True, true. Probably not. Well, Chuck Liddell himself too wasn't he a wrestler before?
0: So right, wrestling. And then <laughs> I mean, I mean, look like at
1: DC. I yeah. would say too. Look, and look at wrestling as a discipline I mean it's explosion it's mm-hmm. a lot of strength right and I mean if you could you'd be able to thrust your hips and generate yeah. a lot into it's that pop. hook. it's, it's all it's pop, pop boom mm-hmm. that's all see yes, right you're pretty big and strong and you and I think the other thing too it's uh, development or experience mm-hmm. right If you're an amateur or maybe you know somebody that's just never been in a fight before the emotions and a lot of other things you I think could hinder. That knockout power, maybe that could be developed even just yeah with experience, being comfortable throwing your hands or confident even.
2: Yeah, and that's that's another thing I was going to say is having confidence in your hands and knowing that you have that knockout power is very, very detrimental to whether or not you're able to knock somebody out. You look at somebody like a Darren Till. He's not the most experienced fighter in the world. I mean, he does have a ton of Muay Thai fights, right? But if you look at the way that he fights in the UFC, I didn't like him. When I watched him at first, because I didn't understand him, and he yeah. has this crazy confidence in himself, almost like Conor McGregor, to an extent. Again, why why I didn't really care for him. Um, still not his biggest fan, but now when I watch him fight, I'm fascinated by it. And it's because something that Dan Hardy said in his breakdown. Dan Hardy uh, is the best at breaking out. things down. Shout out if you don't watch Inside the Octagon with Dan Hardy, got to do it totally. every pay per view. It's literally like as good as the fights. He's highly a good recommend. man. Sorry, had to fanboy out for a minute. Uh, <laughs> but, Do yourself a favor. Check it out. Seriously. Uh, so basically, he he broke down Darren Till and he said this this thing that stuck out to me about basically how like most fighters whenever they're in a fight, even UFC fighters, which is like the top of the food chain, right? Um, when they eat a shot or they even get a, th- a shot thrown at them, they're like, oh, phew, I'm in a fight now. I think that's, that's the term he used. It's like when they get hit, they're like, oh man, I'm in a fight now. <laughs> um, whereas Darren Till... He's had like, I don't know, like a hundred Muay Thai fights or some crazy stuff Damn. like that. He's had a lot of, a lot of Muay Thai fights. You should look it up. I don't know how many, yeah. but, um, he, he mentioned how, like that he's the decorated Muay Thai fighter as well. And, uh, so as soon as the bell rings, he already knows. He's like, I'm in a fight. Like, yeah, he's not worried about it. Everything yeah. you can throw at him has already been thrown at him at some point in time in his career. So he's either felt it or knows how to defend against it. Damn. So that's why he's always like weirdly open, throwing these like super crazy angles and like super crazy shots. Um, it just that confidence makes a huge, huge change in everything.
0: Yeah, I know they're different weight classes, but Muay Thai, Muay Thai, uh, or I guess kickboxing, but him and uh, Style Bender might be interesting because I mean Till is a big boy for the 170. He is a big boy
2: for the 170. But That'd be a great match. Based off of the fight, I think, I think Israel could do it.
0: Yeah. What's that? I think Israel can take him, though, for sure.
2: Oh, 100%. Yeah. I think a better matchup would even be uh, Israel Adesanya versus Paulo Costa.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm not mad at that.
2: Two young Hungry Lions. Yeah. One looks like he's maybe needing to be tested a little bit heavier.
1: <laughs> you you kind of mentioned, though, earlier, though, I like the, the Legends or it's almost – Maybe a better way to put it, because I'm a legend, but old regime versus a new. Mm-hmm. Maybe you put those two hungry lines against a season. That division is just so... Adesanya versus Anderson Silva, anybody? Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but right. I, mean... I mean, but I think that's... In that division, too, there's so much depth. You so who would you put to... Pelo Costa against that's similar to
2: his style? You'd have to get Dan Hardy out of retirement. Or not Dan Hardy, uh, Dan Henderson out of retirement. Sure. Just get like some crazy strength guy. Why not? <laughs> Did Henderson come back? How old is he? Like 50? He still got it.
1: <laughs> so like, because who's at the top of that contender list? Like Rock, rock Guys, right? I mean, who else? Uh, what I mean, is the actual be, that'd be stack? Fun,
2: that'd be a fun fight. That'd be a fun fight. Rockhold and Casa.
0: Or uh, what about. Well, no, never mind. I was just thinking what? Legend, but. Wait, what? Uh, that's middleweight, yeah?
1: Yep.
2: Bisping, oh, yes. would be a good matchup for him. We'll see how he, but we'll see how he does against uh, Robert Whitaker first.
1: Yeah, yeah. One step at a time here. Or Yoel, Yoel. Yoel. Yoel to him. yeah, yeah and then two little, two little uh, buff guys Just killing, yeah. them, killing each other.
2: Oh man!
0: And we're like, hey, you. We want not test you guys.
2: Oh yeah, dude, it in Brazil. Yeah, this one,
0: dude. I love you,
2: Carlo. <laughs> <Paolo! laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a pretty damn good impression, though.
2: Damn, that's pretty good. (laughs) You know, I just had to try the impression, uh, you know, of the father. It felt good.
0: (laughs) Wasn't he the one who said "Yay for gay Jesus"?
2: (laughs) What? That's not what he said. (laughs) Is that right? I think he said "thank you." I think he was saying "thank you, thanks." Thanks be to Jesus or something like that. <laughs> Thanks be to Jesus. Thank you, gay Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> sounds I mean
1: okay, I mean, I, I can, can see
0: that. I can see that.
1: In today's climate, i uh, <laughs> Sorry YouTube, don't ban the video for that.
2: Um, we are LGBTQ friendly.
0: We said yay for gay Jesus, it means we're pot we're pro-gay gay? Jesus. Yeah, dude,
2: yay. Yay. Yay gay yeah. Jesus.
1: We all about it. Everyone has their version, right? Oh. Black tuxedo. <laughs> I actually – It not matter, baby. You know? So
2: I'm going to be honest. I uh, I was a nerd. I wrote down some stuff for my little agenda, right? Yeah. I already hit most of those things, if not all of them. Um, something did pop up right before we started recording that I really wanted to talk about as well. Crone Gracie. Ooh. is nice officially going to fight in the UFC. Uh, is, January 29th. They have him uh, – they have a fight for him. He's fighting Bruce Leroy. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. That should be good. Really? That is an interesting fight. How so? Wow. Do tell. I I, just I think it's a really interesting fight because Alex Caceres has, has won two out of his last three fights, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but Crone Gracie is this, like stud, right? He's like 4-0. He's submitted everybody. He's fought. Um, he didn't get a knockout? No, no, no. He's all four submissions, I believe. Okay. Yeah, he's... I believe he's like Hickson's son. Yeah. yeah he's the monster. Um, I just I feel like they should have maybe paired him against a guy that's known for being a jiu-jitsu guy. Why is that? Don't they want the gra-
0: uh, grappler versus
2: striker? That classic matchup? I guess. I mean, it is it is a fun, stylistic matchup, but it also kind of feels like Maybe they're, they're making sure to build up this new guy. Because the name Gracie carries a lot of weight. Oh, tons. The UFC tons. needs us. And Crone is young. He's a beast. On a four-fight four win streak. He hasn't lost professionally. Um, depending on how he carries himself, personality-wise, he could be the next star, right?
1: Oh, for sure. And he's a Gracie. He's yeah. A
2: Gracie. <laughs> and it's
0: been... Uh, Hoist was the last Gracie in the UFC, correct?
2: I want to say they had one more. come in. Oh wow! Uh, I want to say maybe it voice's son. I know they I know that. I want to say they had one more Gracie. Damn! But I can't remember who. Um, did he go? Yeah, through, did he go to Tough or straight up another career.
0: Career. They wouldn't put a Gracie in Tough. Never mind. No. Would be
2: disrespectful. Right? Yeah. Like.
0: <laughs> The fuck? <laughs> Maybe as like a jujitsu coach.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. Um, Do they have a date I, I for that yet? I'm excited about that fight, though.
0: They have a date for it yet, or it's just it's penciled in I think as them two. I think it's
2: January. That'd be amazing. It's it's at the it's at it's on the pay per view two thirty three two thirty four. Okay. Yeah, that has to be January. Yeah. I want to say it's like mid or or end of January. He came from Bellator, right? Yeah, either Bellator or one. Okay, so a
0: a good organization. A nice organization, though. It definitely wasn't rising because I've seen him fight.
2: One of the big four. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, the big four, um, do you think that one FC is setting themselves up pretty significantly to be... A bigger competitor next year to the UFC than even Bellator,
0: on paper. But I mean, I'm I'm one of the ones that thinks it's hard to take down a once you get to a certain level, it's kind of hard to knock them down. I'm not saying they're going to
2: knock them down, but they could build up their own bridge to get to that level too.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. It seems to me it seems weird that like Bellator isn't even that big in a sense, you know, and and it's like, but they are they do have the Asian. Market, so they potentially That's can. That's what I was
2: gonna say is they have they have that that whole other market. They hit yeah. another threshold. Yeah, they already have a big following. They're literally just jumping into a new market.
0: Right, and I mean with Whereas DJ, we're still Sage, trying to make it in the
2: first. Yeah. yeah.
1: Do you have to pay to watch those fights, Bellator or? Um, or Bellator do they have, or like, telev- They stuff? have a lot
2: of stuff like for free. Okay. like Spike TV and stuff like that.
1: So are they mostly like? Online streaming? Um, or?
2: No, I mean like you watch it on cable. It's on cable well. Well, Mostly e- cable stuff, I and mean, then even with that? the
0: Dyson stuff, they st- or Dyson whatever, oh, they yeah, still have it. Yeah, or whatever. That's it's all easy. still free.
2: They have an app. Um, that's not free. That's like ten dollars a month.
0: Oh, okay. So you're paying for? They're your, charging
2: for that, like Fight Pass. Okay. They pretty much made that to compete with Fight Pass.
0: Huh. So they gotta I was be doing a lot.
1: Getting into apps or online streaming would probably be a way they could. Well, if they're already global or capture the but market, but it's hard so because
2: it. Fight Pass already it. the thing about Fight Pass. They bought so many subsidiaries, so like they have every pride fight on their Fight Pats. Yeah.
1: Yeah, have All the uh, WEC
2: fights, they have uh, all the island fights. That, yeah, like every every like they have like ten different promotions. Cage are,
0: Warriors, yeah. um, the Alaskan or Alaska
2: Titan, Fight Club or whatever. I think alaskan fighting yep like titans fc or whatever like they have a lot of them it's yeah it's crazy um he's one that has like a a handful of good talent and he's like i'll buy you yeah
1: i mean yeah
0: what about the time zone too though for a one uh, or one
2: championship i think january they're gonna start pulling in like january february all the kids that they just drafted haven't been not training
0: no, no, I'm saying that with
2: a time difference, like you know,
0: hey, it's two in the morning, we're going live, you know how oh that's that definitely
2: that's definitely a big thing, but the thing is they haven't been trying to fight in on American soil they oh they are not' getting these big american big American names, they're gonna come here, oh really, you think so and what's, i I would assume, and here's the thing for me is it's a win win for them, and the reason I say that is this um. You have a Sage Northcutt. You have a a Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson, right? Yeah. You bring those people to America, you know they're going to put butts in seats. They're going to sell tickets. People are going to watch that on TV. Um, Now what happens if those guys come to one FC and they get dominated? Is that wasted money or is that money even better spent? Because now you have somebody that you've already marketed and built up in Japan, right? Yeah. And now you just brought them to America. And on American soil, they stomp an American that's well-known. So now they just gained X amount of American followers. Yeah. So you're building a name for these already established fighters, out
0: We'll see. That kind of changes my opinion on uh, on them then, because I wasn't
2: I wasn't even thinking they would come to America
0: to be honest with I you. I would
2: just assume, like I haven't heard any talks yeah. of it, but I mean, you got to think, like if they're going to try and compete with these guys that are massively dominating the American market of uh, martial arts, entertainment,
0: why wouldn't you? It makes the most sense, honestly.
2: It's funny too. Like yeah. they, they just started up uh, an e an esports league. Yeah. With the Johnson leading the front, so. They're making extra money. Oh, yeah. And you got to you gotta think, like, Citadon is running it, right? Mr. Citadon himself. Um, that guy used to run one of the most successful MMA gyms with fighters coming out of it to compete in the UFC. Um, dude's still a beast himself. He knows the market. He knows how the UFC works. He used to fight in the UFC, I believe. Yeah. Um, and now Misha Tate is working with them she's like a vp or something like that yeah you got to think if they're bringing on this many like big american named fighters and they're putting people from the ufc with experience in marketing and media in america over there they're doing that for a reason they're about to make big moves over here
0: money moves,
1: big money moves. No way to do it.
0: yeah see i don't i did not even think of that so yeah they could definitely be a, a top dog for sure
2: I mean, that's that's what I think. I see I – I, I don't see any other way around it. Like, they have – or else they're just going to stay stagnant, which isn't a problem. Like, they're making money. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, they're doing something right. They got a trade. I mean, granted, it's been Ben and Anybody would take them, but they got yeah. the first ever MMA trade, to my knowledge. So, they're doing something right.
2: Lawler. I just have to throw that out there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You hey, think maybe, wrong. maybe Ben Askren just gets starched and then the hype train just gets derailed super quick.
0: For the sake of martial arts, I need that not to happen.
2: Yeah.
0: 100%. <laughs> only because then people are still going to be like, see, this is the only organization, because you know, uh, most casual dumb Americans are going to be. Yeah.
2: See. Now, here's the thing. If Ben Askren comes over here and he whoops up on UFC guys, well, now 1FC is on the map. Boom. <laughs> yeah. One FC was like, wait a second. Wait a second. Let me think about this. We get, We get Demetrius Johnson, who's popping right now in the eSports world. We're thinking about opening up an eSports anyway. And he's a known champion who just broke, like, Guinness records in martial Arts. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, but we have to give you arguably our best guy. Let me think about this. And then you got their marketing guy in the back that's like, wait, wait, wait. Listen, listen. If Ben goes over there and wins then everybody's going to think that we're actually better than the UFC. And they're going to start watching our old fights. Oh, yeah. And then we get money for that.
1: Validates. Mm-hmm.
2: And then they were like, okay, yeah, where do we sign? We're
1: <laughs> well, in getting it, yeah, Demetrius and uh, Sage, right? It's like a win-win. It, it's the name. It's it the first of
2: many. That, those, two trade, those two big like switches happened in a month. Yeah. Mark That's Hunt dominant. just finished his contract. That
1: could just be... Oh yeah I was just thinking about that. You think and he goes he
2: there, there or, or Bellator? I think he'd probably go to one. Yeah one at this point.
0: Yeah.
2: And I think one loves heavyweight. All about Japan moment, loves heavyweight. Dude,
0: they'll put a they'll put like a flyweight against a heavyweight out there. Yep. <laughs>
2: Marco will kill <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's the, I think that's the way to
0: go. For sure.
1: What would be the ago. end game though, like to ultimately be like a UFC or yeah. to outgrow them? The to new pride. Them. To be the new pride.
2: Yeah, because
1: they gotta have something. I to-
2: think they are the new pride.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Ryzen. I mean, don't get me wrong; they put on some good fights, but I don't think they're quite.
2: They're not on. They're not as yeah. big as one. I think Ryzen's getting there. They're good. But one is like getting great. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, quick question though before we, you know, move on or whatever. Would you rather see trades or one, uh, one versus a UFC?
1: We were talking about that. That was one of my notes that I wrote down. Uh-uh. Actually. <laughs> I, would, I would rather see – I would
2: rather see um, – so there's a couple of different situations that I'd love to see fight cards made of. One of them would be organization versus organization. So mm. like one yes. FC versus UFC. UFC versus Ryzen, right? UFC versus Bellator, dope. Battle of Champions. Yeah, that'd be cool. Another one that I'd like to see, and I think we're at a point in time where we could probably do this, is gym versus gym fights. No matter what organization they're from. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you have people from the from the same weight classes, if you do like an AKA versus ATT.
0: I mean, they don't advertise it as that, but isn't it technically what any matchup would be? You know what I mean? Because, you know, say I'm training with, you know, the...
1: No, I mean, like... Or like a card, like a... Oh, the whole card. You know, like... That's what
2: I'm saying, the whole card. Ah. Yeah. I'm saying the whole card. So, like, you'd have, like, um, Luke Rockhold versus Robbie Lawler. Yeah. Yeah, I can't can't think of a... Are there uh, any... (laughs) But you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I get you now. I get you now
1: multiple fighters from different organizations other than the UFC. Like, yeah. Like, AK has people from Bellator and UFCans. Mm-hmm. Like, Sean Bunch,
2: he, uh, he used to fight for Bellator, or he's maybe still fights for Bellator. They also have the UFC. The USC. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of places.
0: I agree with that. I, I like that.
2: Sometimes, uh, What's that? Oh, I was just
0: saying, I agree with that. I like that, because you can definitely market the hell out of that, too. I think that'd be a bad blood thing. That'd be cool. Like,
2: ATT and Black Zillions, back when Black Zillions a thing, they used to have real bad blood. I would mean, have a great gym versus gym fight card. Your yeah. whole fight card.
0: Now, specifically for Ben, though, I do like that they traded him, only because these one-offs, you don't know how often they would do it, whereas now, right. he can test against the whole pool, because uh, he doesn't, He do you think he could drop down to 55, or no?
1: No.
2: No, I wouldn't want to see that. I Wait, don't think. know that he could drop down to 55, and I wouldn't want to see uh, Khabib go up to 170.
0: Because see, that's what I was gonna say. I would love to I see him fight the I talent. I want to see if him they made go a
2: 165 pound division. <clears throat> that'd be that'd be a different story. But even that, I think 155 is the sweet spot for Khabib. Yeah, I don't see a reason for him to risk his his reputation and go up a weight class unless right. there was someone
1: at 170 that was marketable and and. Like,
0: if Ascreen kills the whole division... Yeah. That's what, that's what I would... I I don't know. I'm, I'm weird with it. I'm like, man, I kind of want to see him get whipped up because of the hype train, but how badass would it be? But you also want to see would him go in there and kill. I know it. <laughs> exactly. How badass would it be? He talks all that shit, and then he, like, comes and just mops the floor. Doesn't lose a round. He doesn't twice. get hit. Doesn't lose a round. What was it? No. He hasn't gotten hit in, what, three years? Or something he was saying? On the... Something
1: like that. He barely gets hit. Yeah. He barely gets in. In his fights, in general. The
2: close, yeah. In his fights, in general, he's never lost a round. He's the Jufro
0: fro Khabib.
2: <laughs> What's that?
0: I said he's the Jew fro Khabib. Doesn't he have <laughs> Afro? One hundred percent.
1: Yeah. The cornbread bed Khabib. He's a little more swagger than Khabib too, though. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a little swag to him. Ben, a, I think only because we can't. Yeah. yeah,
0: I don't know. I I did Khabib swag where like, I love Khabib, kinda I like tell, Khabib like you kind of can't tell like if he's if like he's being mean yeah, or if Khabib he's just talks, like talking. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> he didn't talk often,
1: but when he talks, you know, you should probably pay attention. Is that swagger though, or is that just like dominance over your soul? <laughs> Which oh, is, I you see. He's he right he got that aura, that, <laughs> that aura to him. Yeah. yeah.
0: Difference between like a aura and swagger. I could see that. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, like if you walk into a party, right? You will see a lot of goofy gestures. Mm-hmm. It's been asked for <laughs> and you're you You walk like into a bar and you see a guy that's like, you look at him and you have like, I don't know, maybe like one of two or three reactions. Like on one side of your mind, you're like, fuck man this guy's like so dope and mysterious like i, I want to be like him when i grow up but then the, on the other side of your mind you're like is this guy going to kill everybody here he lost he looks a little bit kind of terrifying yeah was, and then on the I... other side of your mind you're like should i just leave should <laughs> i just leave for myself <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> if i suck bee walk into a bar I, I think my that first that thought exit. is this guy's a hitman, and I'm finding the nearest exit. That's exactly for it. Sure.
2: they don't want to leave the place you're in.
1: If I saw Ben Askren walk in, I think I'd probably want to take a shot.
2: That's what I'm saying. He's like a total bro. Yeah, Khabib's not a bro, <laughs> Like if you if you if you're at Saturday sparring, and your coach says switch partners, and you look over, and you see Ben Askren, you're all, all right, I'm probably gonna get like fucking wrestled and dominated, or whatever. But then if you see Khabib. You're all, oh fuck, I just hurt my ankle. <laughs> I gotta go
1: anywhere but here right now. I think the hairs on the back of my neck would stand up, I think. You just run away. I think it flashed to like a bad childhood memory. and you're like, oh, man, what is what is this coming over me, like a tidal wave? I'm so scared. Give me your watch,
2: you're all, i having an appointment right now. I, totally <laughs> oh, I just I just got this called Saturday? in to work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, like, don't lock eyes with like a
2: that's how I felt whenever I saw Cain Velasquez do the gym. It's like terrifying eyes. He looks at you and you're like, nine thousand just scanned me.
1: <laughs> you saw no friends. <laughs> uh, I'm just a civilian. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine.
0: What do you think the chances yeah, are he goes to 1 FC? Terrifying.
2: Also what about? something that goes out into the knockout effect. Yeah. <laughs> Psychological one there. I mean, look at Conor McGregor, most confident fighter in the world, did not look confident against Khabib. Oh, dude, because Khabib is also like a T nine thousand. scanned him. He's all in location. I'm not afraid. I love that,
0: dude. He jacked his head up so much. He's like, it's only business, mate,
2: <laughs> brother. Yeah, stop. To it, I'm sorry, you'll ever hear from Conor McGregor.
0: Relax, man. It's only business. <laughs>
1: I didn't mean all those things. Right.
2: Yes. <laughs> beat his ass so bad Connor's considering rematching someone he already (laughs) the only difference is he now has salon quality hair
0: I'll fight him again give me your belt I'm actually glad you said that because yeah he lost against Nate and immediately won at the rematch damn he took his soul (laughs)
2: 100% damn I actually don't nothing felt good he's all I thought for sure I'd have the striking advantage nope he dropped me there yeah don't want that.
0: Yeah, it's like if I had anything I thought they're striking at least, but didn't really hit Khabib too much and then got dropped.
2: But the fight determined that was false. <laughs> it got worked, bro. That was a great fight. It oh was yeah. A beautiful fight. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. So ideally, do you would you want to see uh Khabib versus Tony next? Oh yeah.
0: I've been wanting to see that since the tenth time it went it fell through. <laughs>
2: okay, and this will be the last like two fights we go over before we wrap. Um who do you have in that?
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: You know what? Just to be a little devil on my shoulder, I'm gonna say Ferguson.
1: <laughs> you dirty rat.
0: <laughs> because his ground game and after that, after he rolled through getting dropped on Pettis,
1: dude's crazy. creative
0: as hell. I like him. I don't want to hear him talk, though. That's the only thing.
1: I don't like him Yeah, I don't. I don't like that either. <laughs> he does not have swagger. No, 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 no.
0: That would be like me trying to Tony talk. I I
1: think this guy's a D-bag. I don't even mean, his glasses. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even like this guy already. <laughs> not taking a shot with this guy <laughs> Not taking a shot with this guy. for
0: the record yeah no i'm just strictly talking in the cage anything else no and that's just me throwing wild card out there because of course i want to say could be but he was just too creative in that last fight i like it you know and i don't i don't know that could be i don't think it would confuse it him or be thi- creative and draw you know? the prettiest
2: picture in the world could be gonna rip it
1: up <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say it because how how would he how, how do you think he'd win that fight then, Tony? Like, how does he? You think he'd submit him? I could possibly see,
0: yeah, him getting him him getting dropped, and then he's might
2: dashed by any MMA practitioners that are watching. Um, but I know Jiu-Jitsu is made for like the weaker guy to beat the stronger guy, right? Um, that's why the Gracies did it. But I just don't think he's strong enough to submit Khabib if that makes sense. I'll be like, completely honest with, with you knowmar could be able slam his head into the mat yeah and I think if he gets him in a triangle choke be able slam his head into the mat um, I just I think Khabib also knows how to properly defend things rather than just slamming heads into the mats so there's that too
0: and uh kind of contradict myself too when Ferguson did get dropped it didn't seem like Pettis kind of he didn't really go in on the ground right Not he kind of like would Yeah, he didn't smother him. You know, he let him roll away.
1: I thought that was a good fight. That was a great fight. I thought Pettis was getting him. That that was the one
2: that had the weird stand up where the ref stood him up weirdly. Mm -hmm. I think if the ref wouldn't have stood him up, Pettis probably would have finished him because that was the exchange where he broke his hand. mm. And after that, he was He couldn't do anything. Oh, huh. And the ref stood him up at a really weird, awkward. An opportune
1: time for no reason. So yeah. I didn't even think Tony was that dominant in that fight. No, I thought one. I thought Tony would have lost that fight if he didn't get saved by the death. Yeah, though he did look good. Like there was some he, shots, I mean, yeah. and I mean,
2: his survivability is great. Always, yeah. um, he's like featherweight uh, featherweight boy Yeah, he so, dropped every fight and recover and like come back and win a lot, right? Yeah, and
0: that's what was the reason why I threw him as my choice. But man, who who have you seen survive
2: against Khabib? So. Yeah nobody <laughs> he goes in there against guys that have never looked sloppy in their yeah. career it yeah. makes them look like they don't belong in this career yeah he'd
1: have to be creative you know use his movement and those awkward little angles to help we catch Khabib though his chin is yeah Khabib's chin could be made out of iron yeah I I don't think you can catch, catch
0: Khabib I think you got a volume I don't think you can just catch him you know
1: that's the way. Then it's like you swarm him, and then he gives up a neck or something. And yeah. Comes in, but that's yeah. probably the only way you can really finish. I guess. We're You have to be done. So yeah. these are them for sure. Mm-hmm. So
2: I'm not really going to go into too much detail, but could be obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, I just think he goes in there and breaks people. I think he would do the same to Ferguson. No difference. Word. Um, and last fight before we wrap up. Conor McGregor versus Salon Quality Dustin Poirier. What do you got?
0: I got to go Louisiana Boy just because, you know, we're Louisiana Boys more or less. I was there. Shout out Thanksgiving. <laughs> shout out Carl. Uh, Carl, the
2: fam. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's Dustin Poirier. I like his his uh, streak he's been on. His hands. I Dude, I can't believe I was so ignorant to his hands. There's that was better. crazy. There's none better in that division. And, uh, yeah, I think – you know, a little heavier weight. He's good to go. He I definitely he, showed he has the heart. Man, his legs were getting torn up against Gaethje. That was his last fight, correct? Gaethje? Yes. Or, yeah. And he just did. that, that
2: or Alvarez in uh, the rematch where he killed him?
0: Oh, shit. I think, I think yeah, I think it was Alvarez. Killed Alvarez. That's yeah. It, yeah. Uh, um, he just plants that foot and goes. Just throws. And wow. you know you know, Connor's not really going to go for a takedown, so. No.
2: And even if he did, uh Puey actually has a really good jiu-jitsu game. Yeah. He submitted Anthony Pettis. Oh, shit. For real? At lightweight. Damn. Ledger. People forget that. People you forget said one
0: the last games. year?
2: Sorry, either last year or the year before, yeah. Oh, I was about to say, damn, I don't remember that from last year. He's a beast. You should look it up. It was a good fight. Word.
0: Obviously, um, I could get that on Fight Pass probably at this point. Yeah.
2: Cool. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, um, yeah. I would say the same thing. I think his hands are just golden. I think he kills him and – uh I think he's too he's too fast at lightweight for, for McGregor. Yeah. I think McGregor was better at weight cutting than Poirier was, but he's not better at fighting than he is. Yeah, I think I think at this weight class, Poirier is just stronger, longer fighter, and I think he. Uh, I, just, I just I just think it's really hard to, to compete with his hands, and then after he beats McGregor, him versus Steve is the fight to make. Word and obviously. Bef-
0: what we're saying though, that same card as uh, Khabib Tony, that would be an amazing card, just for those two
1: alone.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's a sixty five dollars two fight card right there. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: I think Conor. I think Conor wins that. To be honest. Ah. Ooh. But the more I think about it, he's gonna come back motivated. It's just, I just, I don't know. It'd be hard for me to bet against Conor. I think he's gonna come back hungry. He's gonna and leave if, hungry strictly Maybe hands too though if,
0: if they go strictly hands I'm not mad at what he did to Alvarez that was masterful as much as I don't like the dude you not mad was at Chris. what sorry you cut out
2: one.
1: Oh, oh I'm sorry I was saying,
0: and just strictly hand to hand though Connor is pretty fucking filthy as much as I don't want to give him credit for it, but that Alvarez fight I mean dude
2: just piecing them up both I mean they both pieced up Alvarez
0: oh true yeah a comparison good point
1: Good point. And I think more so it wouldn't be Dustin, you know, losing the fight as much as it is Conor just, I think, so motivated by Khabib and wanting to come back and yeah. claim his throne or, you know, I think he's big on legacy. True.
2: I think the fight can go one of two ways. I think McGregor either wins by a quick knockout, McGregor style, classic McGregor style, or Dustin picks surgery.
0: Now, do you think uh, it will be decision for Dustin, or do you think a KO, TKO? Oh no, I
2: think he KOs him. I think he KOs him um, midway through the second, or uh, or late in the third, if he if he survives.
0: Can you imagine that? I could. That would be I the actually, first KO. I've right? I had dreams of it. That'll be the first KO of like a year uh, and a half ago.
2: Yeah.
1: Damn. Put your uh, Dan. You already have a hat on, but put your Dan Hardy analysis hat. What would be your game plan for? way to approach Connor. Oh, I love that Lee question.
2: Um, honestly, so McGregor fights very open, so he leaves a lot of openings. Um, when he does throw strikes, he leaves huge openings on the opposing side because of his open stance. I think Dustin Poirier's footwork has done nothing but increase in just sheer perfection mm-hmm. um, and volume that he utilizes it in fights. I think when McGregor throws his, his lead hand, Really open jab. The second he throws that, boy, he could circle into his power, which I would never recommend. Typically, but he's fast enough to circle in and just pump him up with jabs all. Mm. He could literally light him up with jabs, and then if McGregor does start landing, then he starts going in with power, really pushing, driving forward. Because McGregor's very similar to Steven Wonderboy Thompson. If you give him space, he'll kill you every time. Every time. If you suffocate him and don't let him fight his fight, he's not that good.
1: Yeah. Huh. That.
2: Do, you, do you look at how every time Wonder Boys lost, he got suffocated. He had no time on the outside zone. And he was stuck in the pocket in a place he didn't want to be in. Do you that to McGregor, he loses every time. Diaz did it to him in the first fight. Diaz did it to him in the second fight, too, and he, he should have won that. We won't go into that. <laughs> <laughs> Dippin' ups. Up. Yeah, it's yeah. Um that's neither here nor there. But yeah, you suffocate him, you take away his open abilities.
1: He's really not that good he looks, He's getting the open field. Like football. Ah, see that? And you said Justin got a pretty good ground game as well, huh? His Maybe. ground game is slept on. His yeah. ground game is great. Huh. That can be the X factor then.
2: So you think more likely KO for Poirier or the submission? I think Poirier KO him. I think the only way I think KO would try and prove a point. I don't think he would attempt to take him to the ground, unless he was in just like severe danger. I don't think he would try to. And even then, I think his pride wouldn't let him. I think he would try and take him to the ground if Connor shot a takedown on him.
0: Yeah, and I, then it
2: would be again a pride thing. What about even if It'd he gets be like, a, oh, you tried to take me down? Let me show you why that was a mistake. Yeah.
0: Or what do you think uh, if he knocks Connor down? He won't go in for the sub finish. You think he will go for the
2: TKO finish? I think he'd go for the ground and pound. Yeah.
0: That seems to be the wiser choice because, like,
2: um, what was it, overrate? You don't know if you're going to be able to finish or if they're actually going to be able to guard. Exactly. because he had a decent uh, BJJ with Dylan Dennis. The issue with him against uh, Khabib wasn't that his Brazilian jiu-jitsu was off. It was that he trained to go against a sambo wrestler or a sambo artist, uh, combat sambo, whatever, by fighting and rolling with jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu is more pull. Sambo is more push and strike. Ground and pound. They don't go for subs. They go for dominance and hurting you. Um, and Connor just wasn't ready for the next steps logically in the process. And oh like, no. That's why you saw him even when he did stuff takedowns, he'd stuff, and then he'd almost stop. Like I did it. Now what? <laughs> and then Khabib's like, Well, now I'm gonna grab your single leg instead and just drive through. Yeah. Exactly what you're saying right now. He Ricky Bobby's like, Do it with the hands. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, there we go. All right. so, I mean.
0: I have yeah. one last question. Shoot, Usman, do you want to see him against Colby? He called out or the champ? Which would you want to see first? And who um, do you? And if it's Woodley, how do you see that going down?
2: I've never wanted. I've never liked Usman just because he's he's super cocky and arrogant. I don't like those types of guys. Uh, yeah, that thirty percent bullshit. 30%. Uh, but again, we'll ignore that for a second and say this. I want to see him fight Tyron Woodley because I think he beats Kobe, and yeah. I don't want to see him keep getting stronger. I want to see him on the, the, I want to see him at his most arrogant, fight somebody that's really, really good at a top tier. And I think Tyron Woodley actually beats him. Yeah. Oh, Woodley's pretty talented. I think Tyron Woodley's just better and sharper everywhere.
0: Oh yeah. And I mean the wrestling, of course, and then that 100%. power. When he uses that power, he, his intelligence, in my opinion, is just through the roof.
2: Through the roof. It's Being worldly, of course. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. Like a Tyson
0: Fury of MMA.
2: 100%. The way he goes in there, and just he's a technician. He picks people apart. Yeah. He trains to fight whoever he's fighting against, and he just efficiently goes in and fights his fight and executes his plan.
0: Which I personally love, because he looks like a superhero, but he fights like a like a twig who doesn't have the power in in the sense of
2: he's tactical,
0: you know what I mean? And then when he strikes, (laughs) boom, you get hit.
2: Like, he can bust forward and knock you out with a two-shot combo. Oh, yeah. He can also, which he did when he first started Uh, in right, but he doesn't have to, you know, he can just break you down. Yeah. Kind of like DC. True. But if DC sees an opening, he just knocks you out. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Dude, I like DC at heavyweight. I like, I like him at
1: heavyweight. I like DC just I like uh, Adasanya brought up a cool point uh, with Anderson Silva when they're talking about it. And he said it multiple different places, interviews would have about him bringing out the best in Anderson. I agree. I'd love to see more of that. I'd love to see somebody that could bring out the best in a Woodley. Maybe because, like you said, maybe he's bored. He doesn't need to showcase all his skills. Like somebody that can
2: bring out the best in a Shogun Hua, like a Tyson Pedro. We saw that. A JDS and a Taito Ibassa. Yeah. so maybe yeah. maybe i'm wrong maybe feeding these young hungry lions uh these legends maybe I, I got it all wrong maybe it's feeding these young hungry lions to the legends so the legends can kind of teach them a lesson or two yeah I mean, that,
1: yeah
0: or you know because jds was on a bit of a streak before uh bam bam right so you know keep that confidence rolling into yeah. maybe a potentially another title shot uh especially in the heavyweight who it seems, the
2: fight gets a title shot
0: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, I saw that. So, I know uh,
1: definitely, definitely agree with that. For yeah. sure, for sure. That division stacked though. I mean, <laughs> it's such a stack. I don't even know. It's hard, hard to just it hand it out title. I know. But is
0: Anderson really still in it for contendership? I mean, because he's not he's not. But it,
2: that's why he took. That's why he really wanted the fight against Adesanya. Oh so what, right. I mean Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I see, I see.
2: It skyrockets him back and then for Adesanya, it's all oh you beat a legend. There's a the title yeah. shot.
1: Yeah. Do you think it matters how he does it? Like I you think he picks does. him apart. I think it does. I, like, okay.
2: I honestly I think no matter what, I think if he goes in there and one shot, I'm gonna get a title shot. if he goes in there and picks him apart three, four, five rounds, he gets sidle shot. But I think it would be f- more fun to see a really technical like back. Oh man! Like match. Yeah. yeah, that would
0: be stupid. Like they just almost mirror each other.
1: <laughs> it might be Matrix. It might be. You're the best. Yeah, I'm super excited if about I it. Might look like man. a Jackie Chan movie or something. Like <laughs> all both times they fight the evil bosses, they're just
0: floating movies. in the in the middle <laughs> of the octagon.
1: You probably will see some moves you've never seen before. Drops down. I mean, be really throws cool.
2: like a spin kick. The guy jumps over it, throws a punch, <laughs> yo back bend. <laughs> <shit. laughs>
1: <laughs> Wouldn't doubt it. I mean, this if, if there's a fight that's gonna happen, this that's would be the, the one. one. Oh, for sure. That's the way, bro. Yeah, I can't wait for that shit. That's gonna be a good one.
0: We have a date for that yet? I don't
2: know. have to look that one up. That's the next one for sure, though. That's oh yeah.
0: Podcast. Oh yeah. The next
2: <laughs> actual fight is Holloway Ortega. Oh. We're gonna do we're definitely gonna do a podcast right after that. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: no, feel free to join anytime man. This has been awesome. This has been great. I'm thinking great. not a guest, but another co-host. <laughs>
1: there
2: we go. An honorary Demo boy. Another boy. Them boys. <laughs> oh, he's, he's dubbing you. Dubbing oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> beautiful. That was beautiful, Eric. It. All right, bro. We are going to sign off. Okay. We um, We Demo boys. We Demo boys.